hello guys um i'm honestly i'm honestly pretty nervous gotta get that off my chest i've never had a guest well it's completely understandable i myself uh often speak to the ceiling and the walls because i'm afraid of having other guests around me Uh, so hey man i'm right there with you i i get it i get it it can be really it can be really all fun and games when you're having your own conversation with yourself but when there's another person to have rebuttal Mm -hmm. and a comeback with you it totally changes the nature of the conversation and by the way sorry but i have to say this is jerry ladies and gentlemen (laughs) okay yeah i get the applause yeah yeah uh so so i guess uh now would be a good time for a minor introduction yeah and um so uh first i'd like to say tuning in for anyone rather who is that's tuning in i just want to say thank you for tuning in you know teresa out here with the big brain knowledge uh (laughs) allowing me the privilege to be a part of her podcast and you know kind of talk about some things that are more philosophically oriented and you know she she essentially created the word philosophy so um you know i feel right at home and uh yeah thanks for having me oh my god it's an absolute fucking pleasure um yeah things are going to take a little bit of more of a serious turn um Mm. instead of stirring marinara today we are going to be stirring um you know the tea as as the kids yeah. do say. Yeah, Earl um, Grey tea to be to be specific. Yes, thank you for that. And I honestly <laughs> feel like I've been sipping on some black tea. Um, okay, okay, I like that. Because it's dark in this bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I actually want to touch a little bit on what you were saying um, literally just a minute ago about how when you have that feedback uh, or you have – somebody who can potentially oppose your own beliefs that's where the the alarm comes in and and the fear um i i think that that's something that everyone suffers through whether it be you know just um going to work and putting your skills to the test maybe not feeling too confident about it um something as simple as that ranging all the way to something a little bit uh, more alarming like um, for example, releasing a podcast, you know, right. and allowing that kind of vulnerability to take place, um, you know, for the sake of, of anything you wish to craft, there's always that, that alarm. And, and how do we, how do we get past that alarm? Um, mm. So I guess I can ask you that question. So it, in this process, because we did have a very rigorous process of getting to this point, right? What what was that that final hurdle that was like? Okay, this is going to happen. I'm not going to let the the whispers in in my mm. ear prevent me, the doubts from preventing me from doing this. So so I guess you know what what what's, what was that like? I am just overjoyed with the question because. It's a question that I was hoping would be addressed. And so just to see it like come into fruition right now is beautiful. Mm. Big time Um, manifestation, man. Like you you literally brought that into the topic just by manifesting it and and without even having spoken to me about it. Yes. It's unbelievable the ways in which we uh, communicate just telepathically if you want to call it that i know some people are a little bit like yeah like let's calm down when you whip out big words mystical words like that 
But yeah, to me that that shit is one hundred percent real as hell. Like no, no, there is no question to me. So yes, um, amazing question, and here comes an amazing answer. Oh um, man! Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's that that putting your identity and your creativity on the line and when you finally choose to express yourself it's like kind of putting yourself out on a platter and allowing others to finally judge Mm -hmm. your creation and the creation is so intimately you because it's truly just an extension of you you created it like a piece of art or anything of those sorts like a podcast Mm-hmm. yeah so just th- it's a big step to finally like tap into that is this gonna outweigh the fear that i feel of exposing uh, myself absolutely and and it seems like um it seems like we were able to do that um able to kind of transcend that fear and be able to create something like this you know uh, which I think is fantastic, but I think we is something that is important to address is how we allow our fears yeah. to stop us from doing things on a regular basis. Now, if like I, I'm going to speak from my experience because maybe others may not have this kind of mental hurdle mm. uh, when they try to do something new, but let's say I have this great idea and I know that the probability of it working is definitely on the higher side. So let's say there's a 75% probability, maybe even 80% chance that uh, whatever I decide to put out is going to be Mm -hmm. (laughs) well-received. Now, if I know that, what about um, these fears and these doubts that are preventing me from doing it? You know, what what is it about fear that really stops, uh, stops people from creating? And I think you, you, you touched on it uh, when you were talking about actually putting work out there. You know, it, it creates a sense of vulnerability. Now, let's go even a little bit deeper of why. Why do we become vulnerable? And I think uh, part of your response also answered mm-hmm. that. It's more of the idea that we put ourselves into the craft. You know, it may be independent of us in terms of a physical mm-hmm. reality. You know, this paper can be physically away from my body, but it all started from an idea that came from within, you know, Mm -hmm. anything great that has come about all started from an idea, you know, a -hmm. table, a chair, uh, anything. It all starts from something spiritual in nature, something that you can't, that is not tangible. Um, And I do think that's where a lot of the vulnerability comes from because you only know what like your spiritual reality looks like. No Mm -hmm. one else knows that for you. You know, and if your spiritual reality is is robust and you feel like, hey, I do want to let people into this world, then you're more likely to let that work out. Uh, Even if you know that the spiritual world that you've created is something much like a temple, it's beautiful. You can Mm -hmm. find such a sense of peace. You can create anything you want and you want other people to see it. But then Mm -hmm. the fear of the ridicule comes in, you know. When we think of possibilities, we often think of what's going to go wrong before we think about what can go right. Um, Mm. And I think that's probably the biggest obstacle that I face is, okay, well, I have this great idea. I'm definitely going to push this out. Um, And the first thing that comes to mind is, or or rather, are the things that, that 
could prevent me from doing it. You know, I think mm-hmm. of all the things like, oh, well, then, you know, I have to coordinate with this person. And then I actually have to take, you know, a few hours out of my day uh, and push it to the side to do, you know, A, B or C. Instead of saying, man, so if I get this out, I could actually get a network going. You know, I can mm-hmm. get a, a base of followers um, who agree with with uh, some of the things that I'm saying, maybe not everything. But being able to create a community out of your spiritual world, you know, that's the ultimate Mm. positivity that comes out of creating. But we often stop ourselves with Mm. by allowing that first base to to be more of a a negative kind of tackling of those. Well, why shouldn't I do this? But it seems like it'd be better for the first base to be, hey, let's think of the positive things (laughs) to get out of it, right? Right. Beautifully said, of course, as always. (laughs) As always, beautifully said. You know, you know, we are here, pew, pew, pew. (laughs) It's a 22. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know. I have a few things. I have a few things up my sleeve. There you go. Um, Let's roll them up. I want to see what's going on. Yeah, show you these tats of hey. ideas. Hey, <laughs> hey. Um, yeah, full sleeve going on. Um, believing in yourself. Three words, but the most important three words I've ever spoken. Yeah. Um, amazing. Also, being back to that word vulnerable. It's a big one for me today. I, I just like words that start with V, you know, mm-hmm. um, vulnerable yeah, me too. vegetables. I love them, love them so fucking good um being vulnerable right it's that big skip and a jump um and you're over the waters you know like propelled over them just hanging and unsure if you're going to meet the other side of the river and in that moment of uncertainty um it feels like everything's on the line but when we have faith that the other side of the river will support us and will hold us and catch us um from our leap then we are rewarded with the gifts like you give what you get you get what you give oh if we expose our true selves we get to experience and and jive and rock and meet people and have experiences that are what we are asking for and what we really long for. But as long as we keep playing the game of holding back and mm-hmm. mm, I'm going to just half put myself out there because who knows if all of me will be accepted. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, that's Those, huge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I definitely want to kind of brush up on the word user, faith. Like ha- faith in, in oneself, faith in the future. You know, that I think are are, those two separations, I think, are are pretty important Mm -hmm. because um, I think a lot of artists do have faith in themselves. Um, I think the the fear and the vulnerability and all of those other things comes from not having faith in in the future, not having faith that people will Mm -hmm. actually see the beauty of your work. Um, And I, I have met a lot of people who kind of do things to the side and they kind of do it uh, on them, kind of, they keep to themselves essentially is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have these lovely ideas. Like I remember I had a roommate, I want to say sophomore or junior year. And this kid, he was writing a novel that was uh, based on uh, another really famous story. It, it was kind of like a societal novel 
where it really, really challenges um, the basic tenets of society, the basic laws of society and how that can impact um, or rather contribute to a lot of negative things happening on a day to day basis. And I was just like, yeah, dude, like this, right. this story sounds incredible, man. Like get that out there. I really want you to push that out there. Um, and that's the only difference between people who have published books and made movies versus the people who have the draft sitting in their computer or in their notebook for time, their whole time. lives. It's literally the only difference. Yeah. Is that one person believed and the other was like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's in particular like where the belief lies. Because, you know, again, we I think as artists, you do want you know, you do have a sense of belief in yourself already, you know, to to even make that claim like, hey, yeah, man, I know that I can create some good things. You know, that right. comes with the label of being an artist. So I think even being able to speak uh, about yourself as as a creator, as an artist, it already takes a, a certain degree of faith that you can prove that that you mm. can that you can uh, uh, provide something to back this this notion this idea that you are an artist mm. what i think uh th the the lack of belief in uh really lies is again the faith in the future the faith in the fact that other people will receive it well and i think that is the defining difference between uh being able to uh push out your work not necessarily create it because i think the 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 process of creating it largely comes from believing in yourself and knowing that you can do it putting it mm -hmm. out there i think stems from the belief that it will be well received or that it, it will serve some sort of benefit or function uh to society or to somebody else um, right. and i think that step that step stops a lot of artists from you know, potentially being the next Harry Potter, if you think about it, like, dude, mm. this kid's story uh, really, really uh, brought up a lot of topics that um, that I think in a lot of novels we're not really talking about, or maybe not in a lot of novels, but rather in a lot of the literary kind of front of where we're at right now, especially with all the things going on. I think the last thing we're thinking about is... Uh, how the faith in in uh, or rather how society and their mechanisms are contributing a lot to day-to-day -day activity and the fact that we've allowed this to happen because the power really does come from the people you know right. I, like if you really think about it if we had all mobilized like if we were all just like screw it let's just get millions of people to storm the white house could they really stop us could no. they really stop they couldn't no. You know, uh, the power in separation is what is allowing mm. this kind of stuff to persist. Maintaining mm. this sense of separation is what's going to allow us to stay in uh, governmental chains, if you will. That, that just serves an example to say like, hey, man, this kid had a great story. And if he had uh, finalized that last step of having faith in his in the vision, in the future, in the fact that people will receive it well, um, then then you know perhaps he'd he'd have it out there, mm -hmm. and and it could become something great. But now you know I'm actually going to challenge myself here, because if you do, Ch -ch 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 challenge, yeah, toys. oh yeah, Ch -ch 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 challenge. <laughs> er, er, er. <laughs> 
So, so as as I'm fleshing out this this debate, this argument, right. um, you know, this Test yourself, boy. Test yeah, yourself. Yeah, I am because you know a lot of people, especially when when you know we're doing podcasts or we're talking about anything where we're promoting some sort of information, the first thing right. that people want to do is make sure that they come off as being geniuses, and if right. they and if they come <laughs> off as wrong, oh my god! Listen, listen, guy, I do not. Uh, care about my ego I'm trying to seek truth so e- right. even if that means that in the process of me trying to flesh out a positive or a robust argument if that means that I myself have seen things that can be debated I will bring it up um, because I think that I think both of us have that same agenda of just seeking truth we're not here to you know spat out stuff for our ego to try and make ourselves better it's to actually Absolutely. try and create something that will lead people and ourselves to truth now you know the point i'm essentially saying is yeah most artists have faith in themselves they just don't have faith in in uh the fact that people won't receive it well or that people uh won't support their dreams and their goals now maybe we could say if you do believe in yourself then that also means that as a byproduct of believing in yourself you know that whatever you're working on is going to be a good product mm-hmm. which means that if you actually do believe in yourself enough maybe not it placing your belief in uh the explicit notion that it will benefit other people or that it will re- well receive it those kind those kinds of questions kind of go out of the way if you already believe in your in yourself in your ability to produce good work already you know so yeah. So I I think I'm more inclined to agree with what you're saying. It really does boil down to an immense sense of belief in yourself, and then with that, everything, like not just you know your exactly. creative expression, with every act, mm-hmm. every swift movement, every piece of your dance. Absolutely, um, yeah. Just having having love for it, and you know what comes up for me as you're talking about all this is just one really just enjoying the journey you know we get wrapped up we get caught up in the product and the product is a beautiful thing i mean it's a direct um channel from the non-physical an idea um, an idea to create and then the physical manifestation of it so the product is not something to be um you know discarded or um ignored Um, It's a beautiful, beautiful aspect of creation is to see the, the final, um, the finished product. But the thing about just enjoying the journey is what really always gives the most vibrancy to any creation. I mean, you can tell the difference between like, you know, a house that was built with anger and fear um, in the hearts of the, of the builders or um, one that was, just built out of love. I mean, same thing with a breakfast. <laughs> like if your mom made it, if your mom made it with love, it tastes fucking sweet. It tastes great. It tastes amazing. It's imbued with love. Yeah, but if um, she's out here borderline, you know, attacking the eggs, you know, right. really not not getting a clean, isolated rotation on that, you know, omelet flip, you can tell. <laughs> you can tell. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. Um, what also came up for me um, is just that lack of love for the self is really the core 
Um, it's where I can yeah. most easily point to all of uh, the inability to fully express and the wanting to hold back and that, you know, missing final step you were talking about of not actually pushing forth and publishing. That's lovely. Um, That's lovely. Okay. So, so I, that leads me to ask a a difficult question to myself, you know, mm -hmm. is, is the fact that I am not pushing out uh, more stories publicly a byproduct of me not loving myself enough? Mm, I mean, because hey, that's the I, reality I, of the question, you know, do I not love myself enough to feel confident that whatever I decide to put out, uh, you know, will mm. be well received? And not only that, but should that be such a priority to an artist, you know, because what you were saying speaks volumes, you know, the reason that I love what I do is because of the process. But I think course. a lot of the fear comes from outside of that process Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. the future-based thinking yeah exactly the the vision of like well what's the point of all of this you know and i think Mm -hmm. that if you actually do love yourself enough you won't really arrive to that question of well, what is the point of all this right right because the point you know the point hidden in that question of what is the point of all this there's a seeking of validation from an external source so it's like why am I doing this if I'm not gonna get x from it or what am I doing if nobody's gonna receive it in the way that I intend for it to be received and that just that really strips it of the whole point it's like why dance in the rain? Like, nobody's even watching. It's not yes. like I'm going to get followers oh, man. from dancing in the rain. <laughs> like, like you, you're spot on with that. You know, and when you're dancing in the rain, you know, do you do it for anyone else? Not really, no. No, you no know? unless there's a sexy man or a woman just eyeing you. Yeah. And then, yeah, you fucking shake it, and, you know? And, but- and, yeah, I, I want you <laughs> – I mean, if you want to do that, you know, you, you want to – like, you know, the rain – bouncing off of your butt as you're twerking will actually create more <laughs> emphasis right so it actually will benefit you if if that's what you're trying to do yeah it's an amazing strategy <laughs> it's it's vibrations man there it's insane <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yes yes i mean like the this topic of feedback i think is is something that has plagued artists uh across the board and you I have had this this issue um, for as long as I can remember. The topic of feedback, you know, often when you, you are in sort of, in any sort of artistic or creative endeavor, you often hear people who are like ri- uh, uh, famous artists or artists who are doing well off, they always say, you know, you just got to do it for yourself, right? Yes. You know, you, you do it for yourself, you do it for the process, and I'd like to say that I have been doing it for those very reasons, right? But also as somebody who wants to make a career out of this, right? You know, who's striving to, and I think as as an artist, you know, we all want to make it big doing something we love. Not even as an artist, as just a general human being. You know, if you find something you like to do, you want to make that your vocation because you don't want to feel like you're working while you're at work. Right. You know, you want to right. just 
be in a state of flow, psychological flow, where you're just in a state of enjoyment and you're giving back to the community and you're living life. You know, when we do start these endeavors, I think a lot of the times, especially if you're into more of the creative arts, uh, kind of like writing, reading or photography, you don't really start any of that with the intention of like, yeah, I'm going to be an incredibly famous author. I'm going to be rich. You know, like everyone's going to love my agenda. Everyone's going to love my message. You start that oftentimes as a result of, you know, the need to create for whatever reason that that may be for you. You know, for me at the time, uh, it all started because I was just in a really dark place. And mm, doesn't um, it always? It always starts in the basement. Yes, <laughs> yes. And and that is a topic in and of itself. That, that could be a podcast in and of itself of just of the utility of darkness. Like a lot of people stay run tuned. away from. That, that's next yeah, one, yeah, yeah. Stay tuned. Because a lot of people <laughs> run away from darkness and negativity. And that has an incredible utility and function to the human psyche. So. You know, Absolutely. people who are yeah, trying to say like, here it wasn't. yeah, you, you could never be happy if you've never felt sad. You, you wouldn't even know it Impossible. if you've never felt the opposite. These things are, are here to create essential. a sense of balance. Yeah, it is essential, unfortunately. Yes. So, so for the fo- folks uh, listening, that darkness, that negativity is necessary. And, and if Embrace you have, that shit. yeah, if you have darkness and you have negativity that's speaking to you right now. Your body is doing that for a reason. A lot of the times, the reason you feel shitty is because your body's telling you, hey, hey, wake up. You have to do this. Let's do this. Let's Mm -hmm. get this done. You feel anxiety Mm -hmm. over schoolwork. Chances are you're not actually looking at the work. You're probably thinking about it. And then, you you know, your last minute writing that paper. But Mm -hmm. if you're actually. That speaks really well into the feedback, actually, conversation. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Because we are we have our own built in moral compass, which Mm. is all unique to each of us individually. That is constantly giving us feedback. Yeah. Whether something feels good for us or doesn't feel good. You're in the presence of a discomfort, anxiety, um, depression, darkness, whatever word you want to attach to that feeling. It's such a beautiful indicator of like, oh, this is not what I want for myself. Yes, exactly. that is sexy in its own right. Indeed. I mean, it's, it's an indicator. Like your body, it's wired in that way for a particular reason. Now, obviously, having studied psychology, I'm not going to say Yes, this applies to everybody. There are people out there who suffer from severe depression that is that is isn't really a signal of your body saying, "Hey, you you got to do this, you got to do this." You know, sometimes your chemicals really do fire off in a way that doesn't produce any real benefits. Uh but for for the majority of people who uh aren't really suffering from uh, you know, any chemical imbalances or any sort of um real actual mental health issues you know because that does I gotta be honest with you I I'm like as I've gone through my life I don't know if I like if that if I believe that so Um, what do you mean elaborate yeah right I don't know if I believe that Mm -hmm. you anybody truly has it's not that they don't have chemical imbalances. I mean, I've like most of my life, I've truly been a pretty upset little girl. Yeah, um, yeah. I feel so like. I, I feel like I have the permission, um, as we all do, to like speak our mind and our thoughts and our opinions. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I feel like 
people who are depressed, um, there's a possibility that we really, truly have just been neglecting pieces of ourselves that are, are oh, yeah. dying. Oh, big to time, big time. Be unleashed, you know. So, Absolutely. Yes, it can. It can feel like you're predisposed to sadness, mm-hmm. and that's something I'm still like trying to see what my theory is. Yeah, as to yeah. Why, like some people seem to just kind of be like drawn to it more than others, um, mm-hmm. but I certainly think that. A lot of people who have been diagnosed with, you know, um, severe depression really could use so many beautiful outlets that would drastically change their um, mood and quality of life. Absolutely. I, I, I agree with you. You know, I definitely 100 percent agree with you. I only mentioned uh, like that, that um, that kind of little bit only to kind of explain that, you know, there are people who um have been legitimately diagnosed because, you know, what, what you bring up there is also a very real point. You know, we're handing out diagnoses like they're Metro cards nowadays, you know? Yeah. Um, and that really can confuse a lot of people about their own capabilities. You yes. know? And only, I just want on- people to feel empowered. Yes, absolutely. And, and I, uh, I'm on that boat as well. Like if you, if you know, in your heart of hearts, that it's not really that you can break out of it and that you can create and that you can put that work out there absolutely go for it you know i I only brought that up to address that there are uh, some folks out there who have been legitimately diagnosed and have a legitimate um uh i don't want to even say issue but legitimate abnormality you know in terms of psychological it's a real um yeah it's a touchy subject it's it's a sensitive subject for for people because in ways you know like it can feel like you're invalidating someone's experience by you know with the words that i spoke which is Mm. just like well i don't know if that's real and i understand how that can really be um that can pull at people's heartstrings but absolutely the only intention i have behind that is just truly like even to myself, directly to myself. I mean, that's why I came up with this way of thinking it, right? was to soothe myself. Yeah, yeah. To put the power in my hands and not allow anyone to uh, really accept the belief that they are powerless to something and to really honor and hold everybody to a, you know, standard that like, hey, dude, you too, like swear that you too have the power that I have to change my experience at a very intimate level. I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. So I guess, I guess to summarize uh, both of our points, you know, if, if you're feeling down and, uh, um, you know, you are having a hard time and, you know, you feel that um, your depression um, is holding you back, but you feel capable of, of, of ripping through that, uh, right. then absolutely do that, you know, go through that. Um, but if, you know, you're also part of that boat where you feel like you can, but you just can't right. for some whatever reason. Yeah. I'm speaking to, to those folks. My point is directed to those folks who, right. who actually have, you know, legitimate, um, psychological abnormalities uh that's preventing them from from really breaking through these obstacles we all have the potential to create we all have the potential to go out there and be the best version of ourselves um but there are legitimate differences uh legitimate obstacles out there uh that prevent people from doing things you know i'm not going to sit here and say you know we all have the potential to to 
um, go dunking, for example, like to play basketball and dunk. Yes, we all do, but I'm not going to go here and be like, yes, you in that wheelchair, you know, you in that mm. wheelchair, you can dunk too, bro. You can dunk mm. too. I want you to get up. And, you know, there's certain scientific uh, tenets, there's certain um, mm. elements of logic that are immovable. You know, mm, so. and I think that's where we find, like, I guess where me and you have different ideas, which is truly beautiful because, mm. wow, goddamn, right? If we all had the same beliefs, um, absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I think I think that's 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 kind of what contributes to really interesting discussions, though, is being able absolutely. to come from different perspectives and say, hey, you know, let's address this because from your perspective, you're saying, hey, you know, uh we can all do it. And, I, and uh, you know, I'm saying, yes, we can all do it. Uh, but there are some people who have uh, some tremendous obstacles in life. And I don't want them to feel, um, you know, guilty for, for not, uh, not doing certain things. I guess um, this would be a perfect segue into just talking about motivation during quarantine, because I think yeah. this, this literally applies to anyone who's going through uh, the quarantine and feeling down, 